It is time for the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast with your hosts, TJ Hollingsworth and dangling Dave Dickerson. Take it away, boys. <coughs> Walk into that one. <laughs> Triggered. <laughs> oh, 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 welcome to the healthiest podcast. <laughs> hey, it was sponsored by Dayquil. <laughs> Three, two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Beer League Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Hollingsworth, joined by the man who last week got three, <laughs> the dangler. A lot of luck. A lot of luck with that one. Good Dave morning, Dickerson. good evening. Hey, Uh-oh. here's the good news. When they go in, they all count the same. They count. Yeah, Do you realize, folks, win. let me just tell you how hockey works. If I take the worst shot in the history of recorded time, it bounces <laughs> off somebody's skate, it goes in the net, I get the goal. same goal that if I would went down there and Patrick Fast Kane somebody breaking. right out of their underpants and flipped one top shelf. Thing goes in, it rolls in on accident. We get a goal, we both will get two points. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It counts Luck's got nothing to do with it. Scoreboard shows one, we're good. You know, what's, what's the adage? Uh, luck is when preparation meets per, per, 90% yeah, perspiration like or something like that. Yeah. Well, we I just got know. off the ice. If perspiration's any, I should go buy a lottery ticket on the way home because I'm going to be the luckiest guy on the planet as yeah. trench as I was. But I, I, we're That's sidetracked. We're, we're a minute into this. That's and, good, And though. I haven't talked about our sponsors, brand new sponsor. Let's talk about them. TheHockeyArsenal.com, folks on board, makers of entry-level beer league hockey sticks. Folks, I bought these sticks. I used them. I then reached out to the company about representing their brand because I love their product. They got two great sticks, the Envy and the Covet. The Envy's $89. Great value, great stick for that price. Then you can move up to the Covet, which is the one I use. Love it. $119. Yeah. Don't let entry level fool you. We're talking Dude. entry level on price. These entry level are, on Yeah, these things are quality sticks. They 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 would match up to any Bauer, Warrior, whatever. Anything I'll tell you what. There. So I'm uh, I'm working with uh, with the kids that learned to skate and some of the coaches are out there and we're afterwards kids are off the ice and we're smacking the puck around a little bit as we're picking stuff up. Just handed that covet to one of the guys said, "Hey, take a couple swipes with this." Launched one He's and impressed, it, wasn't he? Ryan turned around and goes, this is a good stick. Yeah. I go, dude, yeah, it is. I said, you, if I told you what it cost, you wouldn't believe me. Now, $119 for the Covet, $89 for the Envy. But for our listeners, you are going to get a little better deal. We're going to get you 15% off by simply using the product code, the the uh, the the what, the um, discount code. Discount Thank you. Code, yeah. Discount code, all I, caps. I lost me too. I know. Midlife, M-I-D-L-I-F-E, all caps. You can get 15% off anything you want to get. From the hockey arsenal, they got some great swag. They got some cool other stuff. Their jerseys are just awesome, yeah. man. Those are they so do have cool. Some cool stuff. Their logo is, is pretty neat. Some, the whole nine yards. So check them out. Um, never tell anybody how to spend their money, but if you are in the market for a new stick, I highly recommend go check them out before you make a purchase. You're not going to be disappointed with right. what you see. Yeah. So don't waste your money on an expensive don't, stick. Don't do it. These are just as good, if not, if not better. I'm telling you right now. Less than what you'd expect. Exactly. Can't beat the, the value, and you know that's what it's all about. Get the most bang for your buck. You cannot beat anything from the hockeyarsenal.com. Be sure to check them out. Well, we are going to talk today. We talk, we teased a little bit about this and kind of t- touched on a couple of the subjects on our last uh, podcast. But uh, we're going to talk about bench and locker room etiquette. Two very very important things. Very very important things. You know, especially for newbies. Yeah, especially for new people. Like you're us. coming in. You're trying to fit in, and you know you you just you want to be one of the guys and have everybody take you seriously. Um, the thing, if you've never been in a hockey locker room, 
they are incredibly small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most ranks have, you know, they're <laughs> limited on space, so they got to cram as many locker rooms in as possible. Typically, they try to have at least four. You want this is for tournament teams and things like that because they, they make a lot of these rinks make their bread and butter on tournaments mm-hmm. when they run, you know, 16, 32, whatever teams in there they through try, a three day weekend. Exactly. So you have to have two locker rooms for the teams they're playing, and you got to have another two locker rooms for the teams they're playing next. And uh, with, you know, space, what it is in buildings, they're just not typically very large. So it's very important. There's some definite do's, definite don'ts when you're in the locker room and also yeah. on the bench. I thought we'd talk about the locker room first. Just to, just to give you an idea, the, the size of a steak and shake bathroom, about the same size as a... <laughs> you're going to fit anywhere from 15 room. to 20 people in there. So we're at the field tank right now in Fishers. Uh, a couple of ice pads here. Um, lots of tournaments, lots of stick and pucks we play here. Very they new have, facility Yeah, for, relatively for Indiana, new. It's nice upkeep. They have uh, four on each side. One, one side uh, is utilized for referees, and then the other, other tank has... They call them tanks, the, the rinks tanks. The other one is for the, the women's locker room. Yes. But here, I mean, a nice facility. It's upkept really well. It's one of the premier here in town. Still very small locker rooms. Just very small because they have to fit locker rooms in. They Mm -hmm. have to fit showers, which are great. Mm -hmm. And trust me, some guys don't do it. I I can't. I just – I sweat. I I look like I just – jumped out of the pool when I come off the yeah. ice and I, I can't stand to be like that. They got great clean shower facilities and we're going to talk a little bit about some do's and don'ts to, to keep things going like yep. that. And, and this is this is probably uh, you know no particular order. Uh, first and foremost, when you show up make sure you have all of your gear, all of your tape, everything you need with you. Don't be that guy every week that's asking to borrow something. There is usually somebody that, can I borrow your socks, or does there have any tape? Buy your tape. What is it, 14 bucks for nine giant rolls or an Alaska <laughs> yeah, season you can, anyway? You can literally, in one, one swipe, buy all the tape you'll need for the year. Now, hey, look, we're all going to run out. We're all going to leave a bag out yeah, occasionally. While, no big it. deal. You don't want to be that guy that's continually hitting people up for, like we said, tape, stick wax, stick tape, uh, socks. Buy I don't, the essentials. I don't carry any extra equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I carry tape and things like that, but somebody needs socks. I, I bring socks for me. I don't, there's so much stuff to carry in a hockey bag. I don't carry extra stuff. Exactly. And you know, once in a while, it, it, it is fine to borrow some tape, but yeah, this, these are little things, stick tape, mm-hmm. regular tape, you know, for your socks, pick it up, pick up a helmet. This is another thing I noticed too. Uh, helmet repair kit. Ooh, good that, idea. That's a, that's a, I just bought one the other day. That's and a great idea. So dude. many people are like, man, I need a screw. If I had a screwdriver, it's, it's like Twelve bucks, little. I, you know, I, I threw a, uh, I threw a Leatherman. I wanted a, oh, yeah. a, at a company Christmas party. I threw it in my bag, and I, and I don't know if I've got a. I think my my last helmet. I put I, I put the full plastic visor on the full mm-hmm. face plastic, and uh, I have the hardware for that. But now that you said that, I'm going to put that hardware in that little pouch with the uh, Leatherman. That's a great idea. Not a bad thing to have. A, you know, if you got a little, I have little travel scissors and a knife. Yeah, I, I carry I carry a, a safety. Uh, medical scissors yeah. for cutting tape off and things Cut like that. Off. You know, you, that brings up a good point, and I'm going to hit this up, too. That I, I didn't even thought of this. Your helmet. Uh, do a do a nut and screw check, a screw and bolt check on your helmet every week. You know, while you're at home and you got all your stuff out. It comes out. loose, yeah. Yeah, it's going to come loose. It, it, it gets rattled around. It gets dropped. It gets jarred. All I those lost things the screw during the game, right in the beginning when I first yeah. started playing. I, I, my cage was off That's a great to the idea. side. I'm like, oh, I am in trouble. But one of the guys there... Had a helmet repair kit, popped a screw in, I went and went back outside, good to go. prepared, it's good to go. Yep. No, that, that is awesome. That, that's something that was done on my list. I'm glad you brought that up. So, so have all your stuff with you. Uh, the other thing, and we ran into this this afternoon, or this morning, when we uh, were doing our stick and puck. Um, hockey gear stinks bad. Yeah. 
you need to make sure that you are taking every possible effort to mask that smell. <laughs> Wash your gear, air your gear, take you know, care of your gear because it's going to take care of you. Everybody's busy. I get that. No one's saying you. you know, there, I have a procedure where I have an anti uh, sports antibacterial laundry detergent. I have a big mm-hmm. cast iron bathtub. I'll fill that sucker up. I will soak my gear soap, in it yeah. overnight. Yeah. Uh, I try to do that three or four times uh, a session. Uh, you know, over a, an 18 game session. If you can't do that, I get that. But it takes five minutes to pull your stuff out, hit it with some Lysol or some Febreze. Yeah, we had a guy and, today. It was uh, I think oh. he keeps it in his bag, and then uh, during games and stick and pucks brings it out, and then puts it back in his bag. It was a little rough. It, it is. And it, it, we were open. I mean, it, yeah, the locker rooms are small, but I there mean, weren't it, that many of there us. Was there was five only, or six of us. And yeah, it was pretty bad. So oh, imagine yeah. 15 guys being in a. In a Cram the locker room. When he unzipped Ooh. it, it was like you're like Ghostbusters. You know, when all the ghosts start coming uh, out of the thing, it was, it was oh, it was yeah, death came out switch, of that bag. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Death same came right story. out of that bag. It was awful. Yeah, take but, care of your gear. Yeah, if not for you, a lot of times people don't mind their own stink. Rest assured, everyone else. Everybody else does. Hate your stink. We all hate your stink. <laughs> we all hate your stink. You know, it's not bad after the game. You come off, we all stink together, and nobody really notices. Well, when again. you're coming in fresh, you got your fresh gear. You know, yeah, I took care of mine, and you got stinky stinkerson sitting yeah. next to you. That that is the worst. Rough, that that, rough that time. is gagging. Yeah, that is absolutely gagging. That's so good yeah, point. just just keep your stuff. Just do your best. Keep it clean. Nothing else. Soak that stuff down with Febreze or Lysol or something like that. Um, and the other thing too is when you're getting ready. Take up the minimal amount of space possible. Yeah, that's what I was going to hit on. If you're if you're spread out and you're the stinky guy, double whammy for you. <laughs> you know, these locker rooms are tight. They're small. You know, use the most. Fold your stuff back up. Don't just throw it all over everywhere. Yeah, you know, I see respect people, your neighbor. Yeah, I see people come in. You know, they've got they've got. It's it's like they sprawled out. In that take diameter, they the feel. Corner, they yeah, they got the socks hooks. all. Yeah, yes. You take up five or six hooks and. All this stuff, I mean, everybody's got stuff to, to hang up in, in, in their street clothes, and if winter approaches, it's going to be even more, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. <coughs> well, hockey gear takes up a lot of space. Yeah. You think about your pads and your, your pants, your pants, you, I mean, you got all this crap. Just tighten it up, tighten it up. As winter comes along, you're wearing more jackets, you're wearing mm-hmm. hoodies, sweat, all this other stuff. Take up the minimal amount of space. Don't that be that guy that point. goes in and takes up three people's worth of space. Like we're you, wearing shorts and t-shirts right now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it easy. Yeah, it was cramped. So. That is a good point. Winter jackets, boots. Right. That's a good point. Don't make me be the guy that puts your stuff up because yeah. I will not fold it. No, we're scooting it. I'm using my <laughs> wet boot to push in your helmet. You exactly. I, I will go around and, and with a stick and scoop your stuff up in a nice little pile somewhere. Hey, let's talk about on the bench. Um, Hockey, if you again, we're, we're approaching this to people that are listening to us or people who don't have a lot of experience or no experience with yeah. hockey at all. Uh, if you've ever seen an NHL bench, oh, they're a palace. Mm-hmm. You got the seating area. Then behind it's a raised platform. Couple, you got a massages there. Yeah, you got you got a nice little place where the trainers got all your sticks. And there's water bottles that are actually in in the boards lined up, lined up all the way down. No matter where you sit, you got a water bottle. Not so much at the fuel tank. No, or no. anywhere else. No, I, in fact, I, fuel tank. I like. There is a place to put your water. <laughs> yeah, there's a little. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, the the, kind of the board's away. hollowed. Yeah, there's, it's just got a rack, like a speed rack, like uh-huh. you see in a bar, and it doesn't take up any room. You're not banging your knees on it. When we were playing in Carmel, and I'm hoping because they're redoing that, that they fix this. Hopefully that does get fixed. There's no place. There, no. There, there's literally... It's a wall. It's, it's a wall, and then there's the area behind you, so you end up setting your water bottle down. It gets kicked over. Uh-huh. It rolls down God knows where. And you got your towels. You know, a bunch of guys have sticks. There's no place for sticks. They're laying yeah. everywhere. So... When you have a situation especially like that, it is so important that you keep your stuff 
tidied yeah. up. Yeah, and keep track of where it's at. We, during the period changes, you, you'll shift. The offense will sit at one end of the bench, and defense right. will sit. You'll switch typically. Yeah, take your, uh, with take your stuff, move take your stuff. Take it with you, tighten it up there. Don't just, it's the same as a locker room. You yeah. know, tighten it up. Don't leave your crap everywhere. Yeah, there's nothing worse than when, when you're coming off the ice and you, you maybe just you know skate a real hard shift. You, you need some water. You need something to kind of help you get your stuff back and you're looking around your water bottle's been kicked down the, the other end of the yeah, bench yeah. and then you now you're walking up and down the bench trying to find your towel and your water bottle and then oops you're back on the ice Mushing again. past <laughs> wet people with your big butted pads you know it, it's rough so yeah take care of your take care of your gear there it's, it's the same thing it, it sticks the same way find some place that you can put your most people like carry spare stick uh-huh. uh i don't care what your stick's made out of it's going to break at some point mm-hmm. uh they have a lifespan um <laughs> and <laughs> Especially at our level, it is not out of the realm of possibility. Somebody's just going to wipe out and land on your stick. And or sometimes you get stuck in the boards and, the t- and the, you break the tip off. Exactly. So <clears throat> you, a lot of people like to have that second stick. But, again, make sure it's put up someplace where it's out of everybody's way. Yeah. You don't want somebody stepping on that. No, uh, the blade to the stick, that's the end. Yeah. Your blade will get messed up, but, man, your stick, it's, it's a goner. Yeah, and even if, even if it doesn't crack it then, it's damaged it enough to where even you're going to be out there. you get a brand-new covet. Got to take care of it. Yes, huh. take care of your gear, and that's part of it. You know, treat it as if you're at somebody else's house. It's not that that hard a thing to do. Um, again, when we're going through all this, we're assuming you have never been in this situation, and you're learning. We're, we're trying to help you get there for the first time. Yeah. Um, here's the other thing you mentioned here earlier. Uh, there is some rhyme and reason as to what part of the bench you sit and on. where we're sitting and why we're sitting well, Why don't there. you explain that to everybody? Yeah, so quick. when we start off, you know, they designate a home team and a, and a away team. Granted, we, usually we all live here. left bench or right one's bench. One's on the left, one's on the right. And then on the bench itself, you'll see all the guys that play forward or that play up that are going to really start attacking. Those guys all kind of group together. Then you've got your defense, uh, the guys who play back and try to stop the puck for, for all you new guys. Those guys sit on the other side of the bench. And typically, a, a hockey bench has two doors, one for the offense, one for the defense. And then you cycle through. I like to go over the boards, but not everybody does. We've got some shorter folks, some older folks, bad knees, etc. So there's a rhyme and reason why we sit where the guys sit where they sit to make it easy, accessible to back on the ice. So, um, I mean, that's basically it. That's Right. And the whole idea is it makes it easier for people to get on and off. Controlled. Right. You don't want a big shift change and then – You've got somebody, I'm playing offense, I'm playing up front, so I need to go over this end of the bench, but I can't because i got somebody, a defenseman coming over, and now he's in my way. And you me cycle off. through, and the forwards typically change a lot more than the, than the defense. It's, I mean, it's, we, try to, <laughs> we try to eliminate the, like if you're coming off of, a, say, in Chicago on the red line, you get off the L and the door's open, and all these people are coming out when you're trying to get on. Right. We, we try to eliminate that kind of a thing. And you're, you're trying to have a little flow. So it's very important. Make sure you know, and if you don't know, the easy thing to do ask don't be afraid to ask you're the new guy hey which in fact people will be more impressed that you know to ask the question than Mm -hmm. they do the fact that you don't know And everybody loves to help sure new folks out here you know everybody loves to help and uh one thing that we were going to say is uh, when you are changing keep an eye when you if you go from the right side of the bench to the left side of the bench keep an eye on that blue line yeah this is where it gets a little interesting because if you're not paying attention you can actually be a do a shift change and the minute you put your foot on the ice now you're off sides you're off sides and it's a whistle yep so again when it comes to offsides, it's going to happen sometimes. Oh, it'll happen a lot. You know, it, it'll happen. <laughs> it, it'll just happen in the course of a game. Mm-hmm. You're skating along with somebody, and for whatever the reason, they're about to cross the line and they pull up while yep. everybody else went. Uh-huh. Yep, too late. Yeah, too there bad. There it is. Offsides. 
you, what you don't want to do is be that guy that right in the middle of a, a play or a place coming down your way that you just you step on the ice. You step on the ice. That's guy the had a two on one breakaway, and all you did was step on the That's ice. The easiest target right there. So yeah, pay attention when you're coming off, especially when you shift the sides uh, to each side of the bench. When you're on the defensive end of the bench, when you step on that ice, yeah, take a look at that. Take a look at that blue line. I like going over the boards. I think it's fun. The NHL guys do it. I know I'll never play, but that's my, oh, I'm going to be an NHLer and jump over the board. It's certainly a lot quicker. And, again, this is something that once you're confident. I, I, I know for the first probably two months I skated, it, it seems like it's always that first step on the ice. You're a little warbly. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get a couple of strides. You're like, okay, yeah, my brain it. remembers. Yeah, you have to. Ernest Dick and Puck, I practice coming on and off the, the, the wall. Yeah, it, it is substantially quicker, and it also you can end up with a, a track. If you're doing if you're doing a full line change, mm-hmm. that's a traffic jam. You got three, three people trying to get off, three guys going to try and get in that little door. That's not going to happen. Yeah. And if you're playing in the league with an official, and they want to be you know a butt about they really it, really want to be a stickler. Yeah, they can they now can you call get too you for many two guys be, on the ice. Yeah, that's that's not hard to do. That's so sucks. Tournament. That's what they do at tournaments. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, we got to pay attention to that. Exactly. You know, and the other thing, too, when you're sitting on the uh, bench, and if you are sitting next to one of the doors, pay attention as to when that door needs open and when it needs closed. Because mm-hmm. if you are the one sitting next to it, it's your responsibility to open that door and then turn around and close it. Yep. If, you know, and this kind of ties in with, with something else I have on here, and that's, you know, don't get into conversations and distract people about things that have nothing to do with the game. Exactly. I, I, we were playing two weeks ago. And I'm sitting next, all of a sudden I hear somebody talking about buying something on Amazon. I looked <laughs> on over the and, on the bench. I looked over and I said, and again, this is maybe this is me being too competitive. But I looked over and said, "Are you guys kidding me?" Yeah. I said, "We're right in the middle of a game, down three to two, and you're talking about buying shit on Amazon." Yeah, stuff and they all like kind that. of like, uh, I was you like, know, no, curb it. <laughs> you know, it'd be quick, be curb it. You're playing a, a drop in. Okay, fine, but yeah, it, that is a great thing. Pay attention. Pay attention where you're yeah, going. Well. The, because sometimes you're shit. Like I, if I'm coming off your left wing, I'm right wing. You know, am I going in for you? Am I going in for the center? Oh, I, I guarantee I you, right, right then and there, had two people been skating over and had been, they, they would have completely missed the shit yeah, change. Three, it would, three it left would, wingers. It would take, yeah, it'd taken longer because they weren't paying attention. <laughs> uh-huh. So you know, just, just stay focused on the game. And if you're sitting next to that door, when you see somebody coming over, open the door. That was even, even if the them. person going out is going over the boards, open the door. And then when you're done, close it. Uh-huh. Make sure the latch gets down. Yeah, if you're that guy on the bench, make sure that when you're if you haven't gone out there, make sure that latch gets closed because that Cause, thing will come open. And, I, and I'm telling you what, you do not want to be the person that goes shoulder first into the opening of a door. It's a little rough. Yeah, uh, skating at six, seven, eight miles an hour, let alone somebody's really trying to haul the mail. Yeah, YouTube will, has some nice painful oh, examples of boy. that. Yeah, yeah even those, somebody falling in that sucks. That hurts. Yeah, it so does. Yeah, close that door. Pay now, attention now. <laughs> If there's somebody leaning on the door during a timeout or something, you want to pop it open so they fall that's, and go for it. That's that's, that's okay, especially if they're on the other team. That's funny. That's like, like a pop that open. Yeah, that's like a you know, that's like a hot foot in, ba- in baseball. You you do that every time. Well, yeah, you have to do that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, edit point here. Edit point. Yeah, to, the the chit chat, <laughs> the distractions. So sometimes. You know, in some of the leagues, we'll do that. Like, you switch uh, one side of the bench to the other, and now you're back on the other way. Sometimes I still get confused, like, oh, damn, which way are we going? And you get out there, and you're people kind of, when you're, if they're out of position, you're skating left, skating right, where am I going? And I sometimes I'm like, I pray for a a stoppage (laughs) of play so we can realign. Where am I? Well, that's the other thing about about paying attention is, you know, pay attention to who's out there. you know, that's the that's the main thing is when you're paying attention to for your positioning, obviously, but also which freaking way are we going? And also, don't you don't want to step out if we're say we're on offense or defense. You want to step out, and go right into position. That's that is a good thing. I, and, and that and that goes when coming off too, because I don't know how many times I 
somebody come in the ice and they'll go, I go, where are you playing? I don't know. Uh, what do you mean you don't know? I'm playing hockey. <laughs> where were oh, you playing? Oh, out there on the ice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the, and they don't remember where they're at. So you're literally out there for, like you said, for the first 15, 20 seconds of your Not shift, really which is about 30% going. of it. And you're like, I don't know where to be for sure. Yeah, and you're looking, oh, there's an empty spot. Yeah, and you, oh, there's an empty spot. I guess I'm over there. And you Obviously. get over there and you look up here because somebody else. You go, well, I'm not here. So. And that is good about keeping the, you know, I mean, there, there's a time and place for goofing off on the bench, stoppage of play, et cetera. But, yeah. you know, talking about the game and knowing where everybody is, positioning, that's, that's absolutely critical to when you pop back on the ice, especially if you're a new guy. And, and, and the other thing, too, is, and this is where communication on the ice is important. If you ever, if you ever sit and watch an NHL game, it's a little tougher on TV, but if you can, you, you can attend to hockey, there's people talking on the ice the whole time. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talking to each other. There's another on, you just yell somebody, somebody you recognize on the line, hey, where are you? I'm right side. Okay, great. I'm either left, and if you're center, yep. then you know, whatever. But, you know. Again, it's communication. It's being involved in the game. And a lot of times, if you're paying attention, you see somebody coming off, you probably should know where they came from anyway without them having to tell you. Absolutely. And you're also seeing, say you're, on, say you're out there on the ice, you know who you're, you're playing against. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, man, that's the good guy or that's the, that's the rough guy. Or you kind of get a – even though it's a second, you'll get a quick gauge of how's this shift going to go. Right. And, and if you look up and it's your turn to go take on, you know, the, the all-star of the other team, hey, grab somebody else and throw them out in your place. Yeah, push them. <laughs> Just push them out there. Hey, you're up. <laughs> or unleash your skate real quick. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not ready. Oh, yeah, oh, my helmet's off. Go ahead. You, you go ahead. You have been listening to the Midlife Hockey Crisis Podcast. We'll see you next period.